All right, glad you're with us. All right, sources, State Department official, this guy George Kent's testimony that took place today uh, apparently had some bombshell in it. Um, I don't know what that means, what bombshell. I had been getting word from sources of mine. I, I'm, I'm just telling you, I don't know. Uh, maybe you can get Chad Pergram to call in and see what he knows here. I see he's on Fox here. I had been hearing that sources that the State Department official George Kent added to depth of Giuliani's involvement with Ukrainians. I'm not sure what that means. What I had been hearing is that there is set to come out some exculpatory information as it relates to and would provide context, texture and understanding as it as it relates to uh, the president's not only the desire to get to the Ukrainian influence in the 2016 election, but uh, also the very strong reasons that they weren't telling anybody about what it is specifically they were looking for when they withheld money long before the phone call, although the Ukrainians never knew that they had withheld any money. By the way, Rasmussen has a poll today. Uh, that shows the president had a seven point bump in the first week of November, putting him back to his 50 percent mark in the latest survey. Yeah, that would be a good thing, but bad for Democrats, of course. Anyway, so when we find out what it is, we will pass that on to you here. Um, and I think this is getting very interesting. Uh, let's see what is hang on. I'm trying to do this for you. So I'm doing two things at one uh, one time. What is um da, 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 da. all right there you go see i can do this anyway so there was a campaign of slander quote underway from giuliani i don't know what that means what that has anything to do with in any way shape matter or form how that would impact the the investigation into the president who knows um what the media says is a bombshell you know often turns out to be a lie you know, we know enough here that is just it, it, very, very simple. You know, like, for example, we've been told for three years when we were being lied to as conspiracy theories have been peddled, as a hoax has been peddled, uh, lies by the congenital liar, the cowardly shift has been peddled. You know, we learned a lot that Democrats, they don't really care about election interference because if they cared about election interference, uh, da, 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 believes it's related to do not prosecute list. Is he's, he's calling it? All right, we'll find out what it is. It they didn't care about the dirty dossier. The only Russian election interference that they cared about was if they could bludgeon Donald Trump. They don't remember after the Mueller report. That was the fourth investigation. We had an FBI investigation, a House Intel investigation, bipartisan Senate investigation. We had all those investigations and the Mueller report investigation. No evidence of collusion. The attorney general and Rod Rosenstein. Yeah, no obstruction either. And that blew their three year mission to get Trump out of office when they started talking about impeachment two days after he's elected right out of the water. So this time, House Democrats released transcript. Da, 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 da. OK, so we'll find out what that is. So this time, then they're going to bypass the FBI and the House Intelligence Committee and the bipartisan Senate committee, and they're just going to go straight for impeachment. We don't know why yet, but they're going to impeach him. And they're going to say, well, because of the transcript, 
Well, the transcript is clear. Read the transcript. We've done it how many times now? It's the president faithfully executing the laws, the thing that we were told they cared so much about, foreign election interference. Well, we were told that they cared a lot about foreign election interference, except not when it involves the Ukraine helping Hillary Clinton or the fact that a DNC operative was meeting with Ukrainian officials in the Ukrainian embassy for the purpose of colluding so they can dig up dirt on Donald Trump and Paul Manafort and anyone else involved with the Trump campaign. That would be collusion. They don't care about that either. They didn't care about obstruction. They care. Well, well, why did the attorney general, why did the deputy attorney general, Rod Rosenstein, say there's no obstruction? There's plenty. Mueller's report didn't take a position on that. OK, what are we learning there? That there was no obstruction, but you got obstruction with Hillary Clinton. You got a uh, you got subpoenaed emails deleted, acid wash, the hard drive, bleach bit, hammers, devices and SIM cards. They care about believing people that make allegations of rape or sexual assault, but only if they can bludgeon Trump. This is how sick it's all gotten. You know, they don't want the whistleblower. There's no protection in the whistleblower statute at all. Nothing in the whistleblower statute that protects the anonymity of a whistleblower. And when do we get to the point that a non-whistleblower, whistleblower, hearsay whistleblower gets such protections? And then when we discover the non-whistleblower, hearsay whistleblower has ties to the guy that lied to us, the congenital liar for three years, Adam Schiff, and that there was contact with the staff, nobody in the media cares. Now we're finding out that the whistleblower, non-whistleblower, whistleblower's attorneys, attorney, oh, was calling about for an impeachment. And the coup has started in January of 2017. It's that unbelievable because what you got, FoxNews.com broke this and we got a little bit in last night on TV, but the president's rally in Louisiana took a lot of the show. But they got a series of tweets from the hearsay whistleblower's attorney, some guy named Mark Zaid. I don't remember the guy. Apparently was on Hannity and Combs back in the day once in 2006, I was told. Um, It's pretty disturbing that in 2017, the non-whistleblower's attorney, obviously deranged the Trump hater, rage, psychotic Trump person, anti-Trump person, plotting the president's destruction. Only 10 days after the president was inaugurated, you know, January 30th, 2017, the non-whistleblower's attorney is retweeting news about the acting AG Sally Yates getting fired and then added hashtag coup has started first of many steps. Hashtag rebellion. Hashtag impeachment will follow ultimately. Hashtag lawyers. Oh, by the way, no direct knowledge of Ukraine aid. Hmm. Is that the bombshell? Anyway, a few months later, the non-whistleblower's attorney on July 1st, 2017, we will get rid of him. And this country is strong enough to survive even him and his supporters. We have to. And then four months, the non-whistleblower, hearsay whistleblower's attorney tweets incessantly about President Trump's impeachment. There are comparisons to Nixon. Tweets openly fantasizing what it will be like after the president's impeached. And there's even a tweet highlighting how fake news CNN will help take Trump down. I predict CNN will play a key role in the president 
not finishing out his full term as president. Quote, who has started? We'll get rid of him. CNN will play a key role. Now, this is the embodiment of everything that I've been telling you. This is the embodiment of everything wrong. We're supposed to believe the whistleblower had the best interest of the country, and that's the whistleblower's attorney? Uh, how stupid do they think we are? And by the way, we've pointed out the whistleblower is not entitled to anonymity. He's an informant acting as a Democratic operative, and it's not a real whistleblower, even if he was a real whistleblower with real firsthand information and no ulterior political agenda, apparently colluding in some way with people on the compromised, corrupt, coward, congenital liar shift staff. But anyway, absolutely nothing in the whistleblower statute entitles this person to remain in the shadows. And tonight, these, you know, the tweets from the operative or today, rather, the tweets from the operative represent one more reason why the whistleblower and his handler, the congenital liar shift, they've got to be put under oath. We've got to know who they are. Everybody has a right to face their accusers. We know Schiff's office colluded with the non-whistleblower before filing the complaint. Did Schiff also collude with the attorney? Did Schiff recommend the I want to impeach Trump in January 2017 attorney? What role, if any, did Schiff's office have in orchestrating the complaint? They've got to be put under oath. By the way, the non-whistleblower, well, he worked for John Brennan. We already know where he stands on all things Donald Trump. You know, where did he get this third-hand material? After all, he wasn't even on the call in question. I mean, that's how bad this is. Now, maybe a special counsel should be appointed to look into the corrupt, um, compromised, congenital liar shifts, you know, secret Soviet impeachment style coup attempt here. And we can get shift star witness, Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman, a Ukrainian expert, we're told, who trashed Trump during a closed door session. Well, obviously, he has a political agenda. It's, I salute him for serving his country, working with the fake whistleblower and the federal government on U.S. policy in Ukraine. They're, they're colleagues still working together. And you have the congenital liar shift just wants you to believe that, you know, these are people independently corroborate. We don't need anybody's testimony in all of this because we know for a fact what was said on the call. Anyway, it's just it's just unbelievable to me. Um, the whole thing is unbelievable to me. And you know what the great irony is? The great irony in all of this is we've got real information about a quid pro quo. There was no evidence of any quid pro, pro quo at all. The quid pro quo. We got Joe Biden. If you fire now, remember, Joe Biden was warned that the New York Times is investigating his son. And others warned Joe Biden that the prosecutor that he's demanding be fired in six hours was investigating his zero experience son who was being paid millions of dollars, millions. And what did Joe do? You got six hours. Fire the guy, you'll get a billion. You don't fire the guy, you're not getting the billion. You got six hours. You don't believe me, ask Obama. I guess Obama was in on it. He, he was fine with it. And then we have now the new evidence. Oh. What are we finding out with the new evidence? Yeah, that Ukraine was using uh, that Burisma was using Hunter Biden's name with the Obama State Department. Hey, can you stop these investigations into us? Because we even have Hunter Biden on our board and everything. 
Well, why would you ever give millions of dollars to somebody that has no experience? Quid pro quo Joe. You know, I mean, this this idea, this former ambassador testifying yours truly played some kind of role. I don't know anything about this woman. I have never talked to anybody in Ukraine. If I did, I don't know it. I, it's not we. all I know is what the Bidens did there. Just like mentioned in passing like four times on my TV show. And that's it. Pushing a conspiracy theory of paranoia. Oh, well, Mike Pompeo was going to call hand. Well, that never happened. None of this happened. And then, you know, more news that we're getting about the there's another attorney involved in this, too, who apparently once worked for Hillary and Schumer. That's how incestuous this all gets. And then we got the whistleblower's attorney scrambling to explain the outrageous coup attempt. Oh, it was uh, those tweets were reflected and repeated in the sentiments of other millions of peoples. Oh, OK. No, I don't think anybody in January of 2017, unless you are a nut, was talking about impeachment. We also are learning that Biden co-hosted a banquet with the uh, former Secretary of State John Kerry for then Italian Prime Minister at the time. And yeah, the non-whistleblower, whistleblower, hearsay whistleblower was among U.S. officials that accepted the invitation. We can't mention the name because we do. Lawyer says you'll be held responsible. And, you know, oh, the Washington Post comes out with a story. Trump wanted Barr to say publicly the president broke no laws. Well, there were already two statements by the attorney general's office on this. Two. It's unbelievable. You know, I just got told by somebody uh, I'm, I was mentioned again. I don't know any of the names that they have associated with this thing. This is this is like a huge, just massive lie. It's cracking me up. I have never talked to these people. I don't even know who any of them are. It's hilarious to me. Did you see what I just said, you guys? It's so funny. You can't make this stuff up. I mean, uh, I, I don't know what exactly is at the bottom of this. I may just have to get a libel attorney on this tomorrow because you know what? This is just or today this is just ridiculous. I have never spoken to anybody in Ukraine in my life. You know, I have no only thing I knew is quid pro quo Joe. We got Joe on tape. Joe saying you want the billion dollars. Well, we'll we'll get you the billion dollars. Uh, uh, if you fire the prosecutor that I was warned was investigating my son. If you don't give us the, you don't fire the guy in six hours, you don't get the billion dollars. Well, that would be quid pro quo Joe. It's the only thing I was focused in on. That's the only thing. Never. We went back. We looked this former holdover Ukrainian ambassador. I don't know anything about this woman. I don't know anything about, you know, our name came up in passing like four times on my show. I couldn't even pronounce the woman's name. Or some guy that they said reached out to me from the State Department. Never heard of the guy in my life. That's how simple that answer is. Unbelievable. What do you think it is? I think I honestly, I've got my thoughts on this. But the facts remain the facts. No experience hunter being paid millions. Daddy is warned by the New York Times he leverages a billion taxpayer dollars in a quid pro quo. Fire the prosecutor investigating my no experience son and you get a billion. You don't fire him. You don't get the billion. You got six hours to do it. Why doesn't the media care about that?
All right, 25 now till the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of this extravaganza, I mean, this is pretty crazy. I never got a phone call from anybody. And it keeps, Sean Hannity was called by this person. I never even heard the names of the people that they say called. I've never heard their names before. And Mike Pompeo never called me. And, uh, you know, so I'm kind of like laughing. We went back and looked. And what we found, the only thing we found about that holdover ambassador person was mentions by other people like like in passing. It wasn't even anything of any real importance that I saw. I think once by DeGeneva, once by Rudy, once by Solomon. That was it. And, you know, me, I was focused like a laser beam on the Bidens. You know, because you, you watch what's happening here and you got to understand what's in play in all of this is you've got a double standard and you've got this breathless hysteria that drives everything that is 306, about 362 days away. And what's that? That's the election. This is a tipping point election. It is going to get so insane and so crazy and so bizarre and so hostile that I don't think there's ever going to be an end to the hatred of Donald Trump. I mean, I, you know, let's assume that they impeach him. It's not a done deal, by the way. Um, but let's say they do. He's not going to get convicted in the Senate because the president rightfully was looking for information on Ukrainian election interference, which we know. And the next point is, OK, then uh, what about Hunter Biden? Well, we've identified the laws that the media does not even want to discuss or ever talk about. How is it that we've got U.S. Code 15 U.S.C. 78? It is illegal for a U.S. person to coerce or influence through bribery or extortion a foreign nation into taking action that might financially benefit that person, his family or business. All right. The New York Times warned Joe Biden. Hunter Biden, Mr. Zero Experience, not no experience, zero experience. He's making millions. And why would they pay him millions of dollars? 18 U.S.C. 201C. Whoever gives, offers, or promises anything of value to a public official to influence an official act, well, that's guilty of bribery. Okay, if anyone offers provide a billion, if you fire him, public official act, fire, then you get the billion. You don't find you don't get the billion. 18 U.S.C. 201B, giving, offering, promising anything of value to a public official. A billion dollars in exchange for any official act. Fire the prosecutor. They don't care about that. The mob and the media, they don't care. Democrats, they don't care. They're acting like, well, what about the quid pro quo? Well, what about the president commenting on, wow. Somebody with zero experience everywhere his father goes seems to be getting huge contracts with zero experience. You know, you've got the leveraging of taxpayer dollars, a billion taxpayer dollars, a billion. You get the billion if you fire the guy that the New York Times says is investigating my son. Oh, hang on a second. You don't fire him. You don't get the billion. Anyway. How how is that not the quid pro quo that they're claiming Trump's involved in when Trump didn't have a quid pro quo? We're supposed to accept that this is 
equal application of standards of the law. Hillary Clinton gets a pass. Nobody else would get away with subpoenaed emails, deleted, cleaned out hard drives, busted up devices, removal of SIM cards. None of us will get that deal. None of us will get top secret classified information that you know doesn't belong where you put it would get away with the 18 U.S.C. 793, the, you know, that particular case with Hillary Clinton, the Espionage Act and every subsection. Nobody, everyone cares about Russian interference except for a dirty Russian dossier that was bought and paid for by Hillary Clinton. Everyone cares about election interference, but they don't care about Ukrainian election interference. They, they, they bring this poor guy Kavanaugh to his knees and, and pummel this guy and bludgeon this guy, you know, to, to bring him to tears in front of his young children. But no, I believers with the lieutenant governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia. We're supposed to accept that this is business as usual. It's not. Now we got the attorney for the non whistleblower hearsay whistleblower. And what do we know? Well, we know that the attorney was talking about impeachment on day one. How is that possible? You know, there was a story today that should upset every law-abiding American, and, you know, Obama's FBI, their attempt to frame General Michael Flynn. Can you imagine bragging, the FBI director bragging? Yeah, I sent him in. I'd never do it, try it, get away with it in the Obama-Bush years, but I did it. Wow, that's a big deal. Anyway, the FBI is now admitting that they mixed up the 302 witness summaries of the Flynn interview because they got caught. Because we all knew for a long time that even though Flynn calls, do I need an attorney for these FBI guys or is this, am I good here? No, you're good. McCabe told them that. They don't care about that. Imagine taking away Carter Page's constitutional rights and then using a phony dossier you were warned is phony that we now know is unverifiable when it says verify on a FISA application. And then using that to backdoor everything, all, all everything into Trump. The Trump campaign, the Trump transition, Trump presidency. Anyway, Sidney Powell, the attorney's now that, that's helping General Flynn, the attorney's prosecuting General Flynn. They, they had to admit in court this week in a letter to Flynn's legal defense that the notes which form the official document describing Flynn's January 2017 interview and they took advantage of the chaos as you know the great super patriot James Comey admits were not written by agent Peter Strzok as they maintained throughout the case we were informed that the notes we had identified as Peter Strzok's were actually the other agent's notes and that and what we had identified as the other agent's notes were in fact Strzok's notes this is what we do to a 33-year veteran by the way, this is good news. Looks like the Republican Senate is about to investigate the real quid pro quo scandal. We now have, uh, let's see, Ron Johnson and Chuck Grassley. They're now calling on the Secretary of State Mike Pompeo to release documents related to former Vice President Joe Biden's son and his work for a Ukrainian energy company, saying Hunter Biden's role may have been used to influence the Obama State Department. Oh, that's good news. 
and now demanding all State Department records related to Hunter Biden and Burisma Holdings, the company that issued the corruption probe. Well, we've identified the crimes here. We know what's going on. And the DOJ, by the way, could release conclusions on the FBI spying. Probably, I'm told, the 18th now. That would be good to hear, too. But the people that need to be put under oath would be, oh, the compromised, corrupt, coward, and congenital liar, Adam Schiff. Live three years about Trump-Russia collusion. Trump-Russia collusion. Well, Jim Jordan now has uh, announced that they're going to subpoena the non-whistleblower whistleblower to testify as part of the, you know, secret Soviet-style impeachment coup attempt of the congenital liar and Nancy Pelosi. Anyway, and he said, as lawmakers are battling over whether to identify the so-called whistleblower, everyone's known the name of the whistleblower forever. And the media, you know, they just go into full cover-up. Oh, the irony in all of this is we just found out that a CBS News staffer who was working for ABC is being accused of having had access to the tape of Amy Robach and Project Veritas when they released the tape. <laughs> We've got everything on Epstein. I've had it for three years. Even brings in Clinton and Prince Andrew. They wouldn't let me run it because they're afraid maybe we wouldn't get an interview with uh, Kate and the royal family. Wow. Now they fired this whistleblower. I thought they were protective of whistleblowers. Apparently not. Only protective of whistleblowers that I guess back up their agenda. And, you know, now they're chasing down a whistleblower about all the Epstein stuff. And now that woman apparently just got fired from CBS because ABC went after CBS and said, you better stop your new employee from releasing our stuff. Oh, so we'll we'll fire that whistleblower. This is so corrupt. You can't even make this stuff up. You really can't. I mean, you couldn't make this stuff up in a spy novel. You know, and I love the fact that I that I do my job and make phone. Hannity knows man. Yeah, I know Manafort. Hannity knows Cohn. Yeah, I know him. Hannity knows the Trump family. Yeah, I do. Hannity. Well, how do you think that we broke all these stories on the deep state? It's called reporting, investigative reporting. That's all part of being a talk show host, as I explained on the program yesterday. So that's why Hannity's name keeps coming up. You know, I just think in the rest of the mob and the media, they, they, I'm beginning to think they don't ever make a phone call. I'm beginning to think they don't do any original reporting. Well, they only call the people that they agree with. And now we got the whistleblower's attorney talking about impeachment in January 2017. We got the other attorney worked for Hillary and Schumer. We got the impeachment whistleblower now closer ties to Biden than we thought, according, according to the Washington Examiner, that Biden co-hosted a banquet with then Secretary of State John. I voted for the 87 billion before I voted against it. Kerry and the Italian prime minister. Yeah, the name of the whistleblower was among U.S. officials accepting the invitation. Oh, it's nice to know people that in high places, because then you can help them out down the road when you hate Trump. You know, they're saying that, well, President Trump wanted the attorney general to publicly say that the president broke no laws in Ukraine in the phone call. Well, actually, the Department of Justice had released a statement and that they were referred to the matter relating to a letter of the director of national intelligence had received for the inspector general for the intelligence community regarding a purported whistleblower complaint 
And the inspector general's ledger letter cited a conversation with the president and the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, as a potential violation of campaign finance law. Now, relying on established procedures set forth in the Justice Manual and the Department of Criminal Division, they reviewed the official record of the call and determined based on the facts and applicable law that there was no campaign finance violation and no further action was warranted. All relevant components of the department agreed with the legal conclusion and the department concluded the matter. Well, unbelievable. There's no anonymity for a whistleblower. They, they can't, they can't be retribution. Devin Nunes will join us at the top of the next hour. He says the first witness the GOP will call will be Adam Schiff. And Nunes also said Schiff, uh, about Schiff. Yeah. Um, committing a crime for not revealing the Ukraine whistleblower. You know, people in this country do have a right to face their accusers. One other note on this, um, because it looks like the compromised, corrupt, cowardly, congenital liar Schiff is now moving the goalposts once again when it comes to his brand new Soviet style style impeachment coup which we know is completely biased with none of the protections Newt Gingrich gave Bill Clinton in 1998. Anyway, put a new set of restrictions Thursday morning, limiting the Republicans' ability to call witnesses that can respond to three questions, all of which reflect Democratic views. And then the question detailed in a letter from Schiff to Devin Nunes, or did the president request a foreign leader and government initiate investigations to benefit the president's personal political interest in the United States including an investigation into the president's political rival. Well, Biden's not a rival of anything. Biden is trying to get the nomination and not doing a very good job of it. Did the president directly or, you know, the bottom line is there is nothing in the House impeachment inquiry resolution passed last week that allows Schiff to limit the scope of the questions. But he can't bring in the whistleblower because then he's going to be asked questions about his role and his contacts with the non-whistleblower. By the way, survey shows enthusiasm higher for Republicans. Washington Examiner. Yeah, much higher. And also, Zogby has Trump up seven points. Even Hillary is now ripping Medicare for all, saying it's never going to happen. I don't know what's going on here, but it's getting interesting. All right, now I got to the bottom of this. Uh, so whoever this former Ukrainian prosecutor is, can't, isn't really, well, I have no idea about uh, is really mad at what a prosecutor. Now, there's I, I've got an article here in front of me, which is pretty interesting here. Um, and it goes on and it, it, it which, you know, is kind of amazing. Actually, it was a piece in the Hill and a videoed interview where a top Ukrainian justice official said the U.S. ambassador gave him a do not prosecute list. That's why they're saying, well, we told the State Department it's not true. And you better tell Hannity to shut up about it. Well, wasn't my story, number one, um, wasn't where I really cared a whole lot about number two and number three, uh, the guy saying it on tape to John Solomon, go take it up with the prosecutor and the mere, you know, it, it was sort of like a, 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 a pass away reference on the show. Um, their problem's not with me. Nobody called me. I don't even know who this person is. Never heard of the person. Never heard of the call. All right. Devin Nunes, John Solomon, Tom Fenton, uh, Jonathan Danielle, all coming up. But can they call them? Do you think that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden will be called as part of this Senate trial? 
I certainly hope not, but I think that may very well happen. Um, the Republican majority, uh, rather than uh, working with us in the Democratic caucus and coming up with uh, widely agreed upon bipartisan rules uh, for how to proceed with the impeachment, um, are, at least according to that report you just shared, uh, looking for ways to further juice the partisan aspects of this ongoing inquiry. Well, I don't think we can't subpoena. Only Adam Schiff can subpoena Adam Schiff. Oh, I guess that's but not there's a happen. precedent for this. Darn, I forgot. He's he's <laughs> the remember, judge, jury and executioner. I forgot. But remember, last Congress, uh, they were hell bent on making sure that former Congressman Dana Rohrabacher testified. I said, look, I don't think this is a very good idea to turn around and have members of Congress come and testify and give depositions. So congratulations, Democrats that were on the House Intelligence Committee that's now become the impeachment committee. They have set the precedent for members of Congress to give depositions. And so you heard the, our minority leader, the Republican leader, Kevin McCarthy, say that Schiff is our first witness. You've had John Ratcliffe, a former U.S. attorney in Congress, say Adam Schiff is our first witness. So, yes, he, in fact, is going to be our first witness that we're going to ask to come and give a deposition. All right. Hour two, Sean Hannity show, 800 Sean, you want to be a part of the program. Uh, what you heard heard there was uh, Senator Chris Coons, Joe and Hunter Biden may be called as witnesses at a Senate trial. Uh, if you want a quid, a pro and a quo with Joe, you got it. You fire the whistle, you fire the prosecutor, you get a billion dollars. You don't fire the prosecutor in six hours. You're not getting the billion dollars. And Devin Nunes saying that House Republicans have got to call the compromised, corrupt coward who won't come on this show, congenital liar for three years about Trump-Russia collusion, uh, Adam Schiff, who is in, in charge of this 12-ring circus. Um, 800-941-SEAN is our number. The ranking member of the House Intelligence Committee, uh, former chairman uh, Devin Nunes is with us. Uh, I would like to see the whistleblower put under oath. I want to know the relationship that the whistleblower had with Schiff and Schiff's office. Uh, what recommendations may or may not have been made, uh, where this information came from. I want to know the relationship possibly with Brennan as a holdover from the Obama years. Um, and I want to know how Hunter and Joe Biden, Joe Biden was warned about about his son Hunter being investigated by this prosecutor Shokin that Joe Biden demanded to be fired in six hours or they don't get a billion. What, why is nobody outraged about that quid pro quo with Joe? Devin Nunes. Hey, Sean, thanks for having me on. And look, this is this is just this has become uh, circus is too nice of a word for this. Uh, they failed. Uh, the Russia hoax failed after Mueller. They failed. Uh, and this is just the latest in this scam. And I, and I said this, I think, the other night on your show. This has really become just a cult movement. And the media and millions of Americans are all in on it. They're just followers of this cult that's happening behind closed doors. So, of course, the whistleblower has to come in. I mean, this is, is this a joke? And if we had a, a media halfway worth anything in this country, they'd be demanding that the whistleblower come in. How now, does now, Adam, Adam Schiff is a fact witness. That's a fact. Adam Schiff is compromised in all of this. Yeah, well, Adam, look, and, and look, the, the fact that he won't come clean and, and tell us, like, look, if, if it was no big deal, he could just say, hey, I never met with a whistleblower and, and we just got one phone call. 
right? And then we'd say, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe there wasn't anything there. The fact that they're not doing that tells us that there must have been multiple phone calls. It's likely with many members of his staff, not just, not just one or two. So this is much worse than I think anybody realizes, which is why the Democrats have went from, we have to hear from this whistleblower to, oh, what whistleblower? Is there a whistleblower? We don't know anything about that. Well, there's no due process. We've gone over that ad nauseum. Uh, the coup has started January 2017. The lawyer for the hearsay whistleblower, non-whistleblower, whistleblower. Um, and I predict at CNN will play a key role in at real Donald Trump not finishing out his full term as president. This is January 2017. Congressman, yeah, you know, I had, you know, what I had flashbacks to when I when I heard that, <laughs> that reminded me of the struck uh, page text. I mean, really, it's, it's good point. It's almost as bad, really, right? I mean, you know, the, being that you've got a, a whistleblower's attorney that's essentially calling for a coup. Um, you know, it's kind of like when Page and Strzok were investigating the Trump, Trump and the campaign, and they're saying that uh, what's the famous line that Trump, uh, Hillary should win one hundred million to, to zero. zero to zero. Yeah. By the way, do you know that the partner of this guy? This was a a I believe it was a where is it? No, Daily Wire had this story today. But anyway, this guy who is the lawyer for the hearsay whistleblower, who's not a whistleblower. Anyway, it turns out he has a second attorney. Guess what? That attorney worked for Hillary Clinton and Chuck Schumer. Uh, hello. Uh, does anyone see a pattern here? This is Russia on steroids and human growth hormone. The, I, I said it early. This is a secret behind closed door Soviet style impeachment coup attempt. And you to get here, Congressman, you have to ignore Joe Biden on tape. You got six hours. If you fire the prosecutor, the New York Times warned me was investigating my son. I'll give you a billion dollars. If you don't fire him, you're not getting the, the billion dollars. Uh, and son of a B, they fired him. Quid pro quo Joe. What, well, how do you the, ignore the that? The news that, that uh, you broke on your show the other night with John Solomon, uh, John Solomon's reporting, now we actually, we have more than circumstantial evidence now. We actually have emails, internal communications that the State Department was being requested to have meetings with these characters, and then there was multiple calls by the vice president shortly after those meetings occurred. So, so there is more than just uh, than, than just uh, a theory here. Uh, there's there's really good evidence now that this needs to be investigated further. Um, we have some really important questions here. Now, the whistleblower statute does not entitle anybody to any anonymity. That's number one. Number two, the attorney general of the Washington Post trying to run cover and say, oh, the, the Trump wanted Barr to hold a news conference. They had already issued statements on all of this. That's number two. Um, now the big question is, all right, who are the witnesses that you as the ranking member believe need to be called in this Ukrainian witch hunt, Devin Nunes? Well, the obvious one is Adam Schiff and or his staff, anyone who had connections and communications with this whistleblower, supposed whistleblower. And you know, we need to understand at the very foundation of this investigation what, what happened and what occurred. And being that, and, and this is really unprecedented, Sean, and I, I think people are not paying close enough attention to this, 
as long as I've been around, I've never seen a situation. I've never been in a situation with a whistleblower. So when I'm going all my service dealing with the, you know, which is nearly a decade now on dealing with uh, the intelligence agencies. I mean, this is always bipartisan. Uh, You know, you, you can't just go to one party where the one party knows the name and the other party doesn't know. Uh, You know, there's, there's a certain grace period. Well, I hate to say it, but you you know, the ever, the ever compromised, corrupt, congenital liar, uh, they actually released the name of the whistleblower, as you know, uh, in information that they sent out that is now public. They've released it. Well, but but remember, nobody really knows who the whistleblower is. I mean, I think there's there's reporters out there who have been able to, you know, surmise based on the you know educated guesses essentially. But but the reality is, Sean, only Schiff and the IG and his staff and the whistleblower's attorney know who this is. Uh, th- there is not enough evidence. I know this sounds crazy, but if we were in court right now, okay. This would be dismissed immediately because they cannot provide evidence that a whistleblower actually exists. The guy that's running this this sham impeachment, no due process impeachment, is the guy that's lied to us for three years about Trump-Russia collusion. Uh, Number one, he can't bring the whistleblower in. Because if he does, people like you and John Ratcliffe are going to demand answers to the nature of the relationship between the hearsay whistleblower and Adam Schiff, the congenital liar's office. That's 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 right. And also not to you know kind of switch gears a little bit here, but the depositions have not been going very well for them. The, the mainstream oh, media... Oh, whoa, whoa, slow down. You mean they're, they're selectively releasing only those few comments that benefit them and they've been hiding the other 98% of it? That's what my sources are telling me, Congressman. Well, right. So that's what... Well, they would do a deposition and then they would leak out, right? They would... The, the, the opening testimony would come out and then they'd leak out these supposed uh, bombshells every day for the last six weeks. Well, now that the transcripts are coming out... What are we actually seeing? We're seeing that that they have the witnesses they brought in that are the star witnesses that ran on the front pages of all the major newspapers, all the major networks. Now what are we seeing? At best, these guys had fourth and fifth-hand information. That's one key point that the media is not covering. Second key point, you've got one of their star witnesses admitting that the way they heard about Burisma was from the New York Times. Now, haven't we gone through this yet already that leaking information to the media, then turning around using that media as your source to justify an investigation? Oh, you mean the circular reporting, like what the dirty Russian Hillary bought and Clinton, Hillary Clinton bought and paid for Russian dossier? Yeah. Congressman, let me ask you, when are we getting this IG report? When are we getting the Durham report? I mean, Uh, seriously, I can tell you, I mean, I am beyond frustrated at this point. At the at the length of time, yeah. the inspector general is like 600 people working for him. Congressman, how long does it take to one write one report when the evidence is overwhelming? So remember, I've been the I've been the one out there that kind of the lone soldier out on this is that I don't put a lot of, of credence into what the IG says. I know a lot of people love Horowitz. Look, I don't know Horowitz. I haven't met with Horowitz. I'm glad that he's doing an investigation into FISA abuse that, you know, essentially the only reason he's doing that is because of what the Republicans on the House Intelligence Committee did. We threw it out in front of their face. They had to take it up. 
it's taken a long time, but, you know, look, Horowitz can get some really great evidence. I think the report is going to be good, and from all accounts, um, it, well, I mean, let me ask you good, this. Meaning, meaning it's going to be thorough. But the we know is tell me where I'm factually wrong. We know that the the Department of Justice was warned likely at least five specific times between Kathleen Kavlak, Bruce Orr and August of 2016. Don't trust the dossier. Steele has an agenda that's anti-Trump. It's unverified and Hillary paid for it. They were warned. So that makes this premeditated fraud on a court. FISA warrant says verified on top of it. We now know it's unverifiable because even Steele didn't stand behind it. And eventually the FBI debunked 90 percent. They were able to prove 90 percent of it was lies. Probably right. I would argue all of it. So that would be premeditated fraud committed on a FISA court to spy on a presidential candidate a transition team and president and deny another American their constitutional rights. Is that that hard to figure out or am I way off base here? Well, the only thing that you that you forgot, and I know that you had uh, you had Lee Smith, who has a new book out. I think he was on your show last week. The other issue that the FBI had to have known about is, is that Steele wasn't the guy who actually wrote the dossiers. Who wrote the dossier, Congressman? Fusion GPS wrote the original dossier. Did they do it with the help of Ukraine? (laughs) With the help of Ukraine. (laughs) Imagine that. Imagine that. So maybe the president asking what everyone said was important uh, uh, for information that they have regarding foreign election interference would be relevant and quid pro quo, Joe, that would be a crime. I've identified four separate crimes. So it looks like the president was faithfully executing the laws of the land to me in that transcript, sir. It's it's all it's all not only is it relevant. But Giuliani and, and you know, even you know, people can argue that maybe he shouldn't have been on TV as much and should have been more focused on his messaging. But, you know, that's a bunch of Monday morning quarterbacking. The bottom line is, is that Giuliani absolutely had to go to Ukraine to figure out who on earth were the sources for Fusion GPS's work that they then eventually got fed into the FBI. This Alexander Chalupa, DNC operative, what, what was her communication they were colluding with the Ukrainian embassy with, in Washington? They were colluding. We now know. A Ukrainian court determined it. Politico wrote about it January 11, 2017. I'll say this, Congressman, you know, thank God for people like you. We'd be lost without you. I'd be well, sitting here blowing, you know, hot air and nobody would be helping. You're backing everything up. Thank you well, for being with us. I just want to just my final point I'll make on, on this, just yeah. to, to close the loop on Horowitz. Uh, look, it's not that I'm negative about Horowitz. I just know how IGs work. I'm not look, This isn't going to be like some slam dunk. However, this is evidence that will go to the Durham investigation. And that is what I'm most interested in. When are we getting that? That is where my criminal in, referrals are in 2024. Right now, I want action on 2025. Are we going to get, when are we going to get that information? Not, look, I, I, it's going to come yeah, out. Exactly. This, it's going to come out this year. That's All right. Congressman, thank you for what you do. 800 941 Sean, John Solomon, Tom Fitton next. A total bloodbath with uh, Don and KG on The View earlier today. We'll hit that. All of this on Hannity tonight at 9. I'm not going to ascribe motivations mm-hmm. to this, but I must tell you that it certainly lends some um, an appearance, at least in the minds of some, that this is politically motivated because of the continued insistence by Mr. Trump that this is all a grand hoax and the former leaders of the intelligence and law enforcement community were involved in this effort to try to subvert Uh, the candidacy and the electoral prospects of of Mr. Trump, which Mm -hmm. is the furthest from the truth that could be. 
Actually, the evidence says just the opposite. They rigged an investigation. Hillary Clinton's email server. Uh, yeah, there were violations. 18 USC 793, the Espionage Act. Uh, yeah, you don't get to delete subpoenaed emails, clean up the hard drive, bust up the devices, remove SIM cards. That's not allowed either. Uh, and then you can't use uh, the pretext of a what we now know unverifiable Hillary Clinton bought and paid for dirty Russian dossier with funneled money to a law firm, to an op research firm, to a foreign national. And you, uh, when you finally get around to verifying it, you pro prove 90 plus percent is not even true. Uh, but yet it becomes the bulk of information in an application to deny one American all constitutional rights. But more importantly, a backdoor to spy on a campaign. Uh, John Solomon, investigative reporter uh, and journalist, Fox News contributor Tom Fitton is with us. He's the president of Judicial Watch. Uh, the coup has started, John Solomon. Whistleblower's <laughs> attorney, we're not allowed to talk about, apparently. You can't mention him. Don Jr. did, and it's everywhere else, and everybody in Washington knows the big secret. Uh, then we have the attorney scrambling to explain, oh, the coup has started. CNN fake news will play a key role in Donald Trump not finishing his first term and, and bragging ad nauseum. This is January 2017, uh, that, in fact, they're going to, you know, we're 45 years from now. We're going to be recalling stories regarding the impeachment of at real Donald Trump. Uh, we also find out that the other attorney for the non whistleblower hearsay whistleblower. Uh, yeah, that other attorney once worked for Hillary and Chuck Schumer. Uh, and in the meantime, we'll ignore the Russian influence in 2016. We'll ignore the dirty Russian dossier Hillary paid for. And we'll ignore Ukraine election interference, even though a court decided that in Ukraine and proved that. And Politico wrote about it in January of 2017. Um, and we'll do all of that. And we'll blame, uh, oh, the attorney general and other people that have exposed the lies. Am I wrong on any count? Uh, no, not at all. And I think the parallels between the Russia collusion hoax, which has now been exposed, and the ongoing Ukraine story are enormous, right? The key players were all politically biased at the FBI. Now we find out the uh, lawyer leading the whistleblower who starts this whole thing for Adam Schiff is uh, a partisan. And, and uh, early on imagined or dreamed of the idea that he'd somehow play a role in the uh, impeachment of Donald Trump. It goes to what we said the very first time I saw the whistleblower complaint, what I said on your show the first time. I've read many whistleblower complaints. I've met read many, many good intelligence products. The whistleblower complaint is neither a good intelligence product, nor is it a typical whistleblower document. It is a political document. It's a political hearsay document. And I think that the more people dig into this, the more we learn about the motives, the collaboration between Adam Schiff, the whistleblower, this partisan attorney, the more we're going to come to understand that the Ukraine scandal looks an awful lot like the beginnings of the origins of the Russian But it case. even runs deeper than that, does isn't it, John, because because of you and the Southeastern Legal Foundation and your yeah. Freedom of Information Act requests, uh, we have this whole situation. Media says, oh, there's no evidence of any wrongdoing. Uh, this is a conspiracy theory about Joe Biden. Joe Biden's bragging on tape about his quid pro quo. Yeah, if you fire no the prosecutor who you interviewed and ABC interviewed and the Washington Post interviewed and then That's said right. the same thing to all three of you, which is, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got fired because of Biden. 
Biden goes, you have six hours. Fire the prosecutor, you get a billion dollars. You don't fire the prosecutor, you don't get the billion dollars. And now, why? Now, we also know that Joe Biden knew because he was warned by the New York Times and others that the prosecutor was investigating his son and the company that was paying him millions when he had no experience in Ukraine or in the energy field at all. And so he fires the prosecutor, leveraging a billion taxpayer dollars, quid pro quo Joe. Uh, Prosecutor gets fired, son of a bee's fired. Um, And yet the money that his son keeps getting uh, keeps going into the coffers of Hunter Biden. But now we discovered, oh, they did expect something for their millions of dollars to the no experienced son of the vice president, didn't they? Yep. And there's a big development on this today, Sean. This is breaking right now. Senators Grassley and Johnson, who chair two of the most important committees in Congress, finance and government oversight. Uh, those two committees today made a joint request of Mike Montpeo. They want all documents by November 20th, all documents related to Hunter Biden, Burisma's contacts, Devin Archer's contacts, and what the State Department may or may not have done to assist Burisma and Hunter Biden in making the corruption allegations go away. This is a major escalation for a long time. Republicans in Congress had kind of kept hands off on this. This is the first real investigative request to drill in and find out what really was the State Department doing with Hunter Biden, Burisma, Joe Biden, and uh, Devin Archer. Stay tuned. I think there's going to be some pretty dramatic developments on that front. So it looks like not only is it similar to the Russia hoax conspiracy theory lies in the witch hunt, uh, but now I would say, and we've identified a number of laws, Tom Fitton, number one, 18, uh, and I'll go through them. I don't think this is hard. Greg Jarrett was the first to bring it to my attention. 15 USC 78. It is illegal for a U.S. person to coerce influence through bribery or extortion of foreign nation into taking an action that might financially benefit that person, his family or business. Uh oh, you get the billion if you fire the prosecutor. My son gets paid. Take an action. I'm with I'm, I'm holding out that 18 USC 201 C. Whoever gives offers or promises anything of value <coughs> of a billion dollars to a public official, Ukraine, to influence an official act, fire the prosecutor. Uh, is guilty of bribery. 18 USC 201 B giving, offering, promising uh Anything of value to a public official in exchange for any official act. Wow. And it goes on from there. I can name more. Uh, It sounds to me like that fits perfectly into what we already know as fact in the case with Hunter and Joe. Well, certainly given the standards uh, used to attack President Trump, there's uh, much more evidence uh, justifying a serious criminal investigation of what went on with the Obama administration. Well, slow down. You're being a little too emotionless here for me. Joe Biden leverages. If you fire the prosecutor who I'm told is investigating my son, paying my son with no experience, millions of dollars, you fire him, you get a billion. You don't fire him. You don't get a billion. You don't believe me? Call Obama. And you got six hours to do it. Now, Tom, is that a quid pro quo? Sounds like it to me. Oh, it sounds like a direct quid pro quo. The only question is, what was his knowledge of his son's business? How extensive was it? We already know he has certainly conflicted testimony with Whoa, his son. We know this. the he New York Times warned it. him. His son said he did talk about it. That's correct. The son contradicts the father. I believe it was the New Yorker. But think about this. He was warned that 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 prosecutor was investigating his son. 
True or false? Uh, John yeah, Solomon? Well, heads up in the administration. I mean, John's document shows the State Department was worried about it. They were so worried about it, they didn't want to deal with it. They said, talk to Joe Biden's office. Correct. Yeah, of course, As there they, were media yeah. stories at the time that they were all worried about it. So everyone knew in Washington, and we're all expected to throw all of this into the memory hall, that the major media had confirmed the Obama administration was well aware, and certainly Biden was, of his son's issues in Ukraine. Then you're, and John Solomon, didn't the New York Times uh, warn Joe that his son was being investigated? If you go through the public documents, you will see in May of 2014, there was a, a series of stories raising questions why Hunter Biden was doing this. December of 2015, the New York Times has the vice president's office quoted saying they didn't want to talk about the investigation of their son. It was a Hunter Biden matter. It is implausible that uh, uh, Joe Biden didn't know his son was working for Burisma or he didn't know about the investigation. And ignorance is not a defense under ethics laws. Remember, one of the ethics requirements for Joe Biden is to avoid taking actions that not only create a conflict of interest, but the appearance of a conflict of interest. Firing the guy that's investigating your son's company creates the appearance of a conflict of interest. How do we know that? State Department people working for Obama and, and officials working for Joe Biden directly in the vice president's office have been quoted in numerous stories recently saying they saw the appearance of a conflict of interest. Right. If Joe Biden's own people saw the appearance, how could Joe Biden be so willfully blind to the appearance of a conflict of interest? Ukraine is key to the whole investigation of uh, President Trump. It was used as a slow down. To this is what Trump. what Tom is saying here is important yeah, because is. Th- because. We know from a Ukrainian court decision that, yes, they admit they interfered in the 2016 elections to help Hillary. It was also documented January 11, 2017, a long piece by Politico. Uh, And John, before we get to Tom, you can confirm that Ukraine wanted to give us the evidence. Did they ever give it? They tried to. They hired a former U.S. attorney from the Bush administration in in the fall of 2018 to approach the Justice Department. That U.S. attorney took a general summary of what the Ukrainian prosecutors believe might interest American prosecutors about Hunter Biden, Joe Biden and election interference, sent it to the Southern District of New York, Manhattan U.S. attorney's office and never heard back from them. And that very much frustrated him. I wrote a whole story about this in the spring about the Ukrainian prosecutors saying, why does no one want our evidence? that absolutely happened, irrefutably. All right, take a break. I'll let you pick it up on the other side. Tom Fitton, John Solomon also with us. Oh, it became a just a total beatdown on The View today when Don Jr. and KG went up against the ladies of The View. We'll play the highlights coming up. We'll get to your calls next hour. We have an amazing Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern on Fox. Quick break. Right back. We'll continue straight ahead. And as we continue, investigative reporter, Fox News contributor John Solomon, Tom uh, Fitton is the president of Judicial Watch. Uh, Tom, we were going to let you pick it up from where this whole issue of Ukraine being central to the entire Russia witch hunt uh, in question. The Joe Biden quid pro quo Joe to protect his son who was being investigated. And, you know, the media says that's a conspiracy theory. You think there's a lot more to come? Well, yeah, because I think you need to understand that, uh, as as John has pointed out, they didn't want to hear the deep state, didn't want to hear material from uh, any evidence about Joe Biden in Ukraine. But they were more than happy to hear evidence generated out of Ukraine through uh, the dossier gatherers such as Nellie Orr, through the Associated Press, who we have documents showing were giving uh, the uh, – That's uh, right. 
uh, Weissman, Andrew Weissman material on Ukraine. So they were using Manafort's uh, work in Ukraine as a way station uh, to get to the Russia uh, uh, gate aspect of it as it relates to Donald Trump. So they were trying to leverage the work that Manafort was doing with pro-Russian forces in Ukraine as a vehicle to target President Trump. So you can't separate Ukraine and Russia gate. And at the same time, as we are now all know, they were ignoring all the red lights and alarm bells about the corruption involving Joe Biden and the Sun Hunter. Let's go to the anticipated IG report. The date I'm being told is the 18th of this month. I'm tired of, of saying it's coming, it's coming, John Solomon. <laughs> yeah, one thing like I can say, I know. you know, is that I'm told it will shock the conscience. Of the, yeah, and soul of the so. country. I think so. We may see an interim report, as I mentioned yesterday to you, Sean. I think the IG is going to release an earlier report just before this one. They're working on it, trying to get it out next week, possibly, uh, taking a look at the FBI's failure to manage human sources, what we call informants, people like Christopher Steele. All the things that we've been talking about, Christopher Steele, red, red flags about his credibility, nobody stopped and paused. <clears throat> Having his um, informant human source validation report done after his work instead of before his work, making sure he's valid before or they used him as an informant. All of those symptoms that we saw in the Christopher Steele case are likely to be exposed as a more systemic problem inside the Comey-McCabe FBI. That's going to be a very important part, and I think it sets the stage then for the FISA abuse report where we're going to see... Is there any doubt, an exit yes or no question from both of you, is there any doubt there was premeditated fraud committed on the FISA court uh, for the purpose of spying on the opposition party candidate, transition team, and presidency. Tom, you get the first crack, yes or no? Oh, publicly available information and testimony, we already know it took place. We're going to get further confirmation from the IG report. The question is, will it be crime, criminal referrals flowing from what we already know of uh, thanks to the FOIA John, and testimony by people like John Comey Solomon. who admitted that it was unverified and salacious. John. I think Tom has it right. Yes, there's already enough information confirming that, but the IG report will take it to the next level. And the only question is, will anyone be held accountable in the court of law or in the court of uh, public opinion? Those are the two right. questions that remain. Durham now has the ability to subpoena, convene a grand jury, and uh, refer criminal charges, doesn't he? So let's watch that half also beyond the, the horror report. Thank you both. Uh, John, we'll see you on Hannity tonight. Quick break. 800-941-SEAN is our number. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload. She's talking about, that's what Megan is talking about. She's talking about lowering the discourse to his level, which is horrible for this country. Even if people are working, we don't want to have a country like that. Do you understand we, we, we've that? All, we've all they don't done like things. The vessel no, no. Or the I mean, if we're talking about bringing a discourse down, Joy, you've worn blackface. Whoopi, no, you I said I'm that sorry, Roman I'm Polanski. Sorry, I'm sorry, and don't. You, if you, you said do that it. Roman Polanski, it wasn't rape, rape when he raped a child. So let's, I'll, let's okay. talk about. So yeah, no, let's things. talk about this. So you want to bring this up? The yeah. question came up. I did not about, go in blackface, please. No, she was not in blackface. Thank you. Sorry. Listen, being black, I recognize blackface. This okay. I can say. <laughs> Kimberly, you're a lawyer. Yes. And, and we, we've known yeah. each other. You were a Absolutely. former prosecutor. Yeah. I mean, did you advise um, your boyfriend that it, 
is a federal crime to out uh, a whistleblower? I didn't advise him that it was a federal crime, but I did come out of the bathroom and say, I left you alone for 10 minutes. What happened when Mama sees his gun? Because yeah. by the well, prison, it's not a federal it's crime. Reason. It's only a federal However, crime for the IG to do it. That's yeah. in the statute. Well, well, so that's, you well, can't, no, that's but not that's true. The, you can't that's run a lie. It is. Under no, U.S. So Code Section 1505, it, it, it is a crime. It's not accurate. Just ask where well, Paul, he went. My law degree says it is, but nevertheless. But he's not the individual that first my question is, you did speak to him about that. I talked to him, no, not prior to after I said, oh, what happened? He said, well, they're saying that I released this and I outed. But if you look at the facts, and the mm -hmm. facts are that the name was out there, I'm not saying, okay, I understand what you're saying, that perhaps, okay, it wasn't the most prudent decision to retweet an article. I, I get that I'm the son of a rich guy from New York. I understand that. My father has done a lot. You know, I've benefited from that as Hunter Biden has. The difference is we did that as a private company. When we got into international politics, the second my father took, you know, won the presidency, he said, we will not do new foreign deals going forward. Hunter Biden utilized his father's vice president to, to magically end up on a board in Ukraine with a language he doesn't speak on a business he knows nothing about for 83000 $83, a month. If I did that, you guys would lose your minds. Well, Understandably. Can I, can, and you'd can be I right. push back on that but, a little but, bit? So yeah, we, we stopped. Can we I push back a, a little bit? Because, because the D.C. hotel, your father's D.C. hotel opened up yeah. just a couple of weeks after his election. I'm glad you asked. And, and you've actually made, I think, according to your father's financial report, he earned about $40.8 million, just a minute, from his D.C. hotel in 2018. Bottom line is you have made money. But let me finish. These are the details that the media always neglects. Yes, we're in the hotel business. We have been for decades. Yeah. That's not a secret. When we take money from a foreign entity, in D.C., most of it's foreign entities, right? Yeah. The government-related foreign entities, when they come, we literally stroke a check back to the U.S. Treasury. We spend more money on accountants than we can make from this to make sure we're doing that right, because we can't do that. My father gives back his entire salary mm -hmm. to the U.S. Treasury to be put towards causes, whether it was alcoholism, whether it was the Department of the Interior. So we're literally not making money from any of those foreign governments. We're giving it back to the Treasury. And by the way, but there's you are an making money from the hotel based on we're the in the hotel business. So, All right. That was from uh, earlier today on The View. I mean, you got to give Don Jr. and KG credit for heading in there. But man, it was a beatdown. Um, I find this fascinating. Here's the interesting thing. You've got to protect the whistleblower. Non-whistleblower, whistleblower, hearsay whistleblower. It's not a whistleblower. Sounds like more like a leaker to me. And now you got the attorney for the non-whistleblower, whistleblower, hearsay whistleblower saying, oh, yeah, putting up posts. We're going to impeach Trump. The coup has started. I predict fake news CNN will play a key role in Donald Trump not finishing out his full term as president. We're going to look back 45 years from now and we'll be recalling stories regarding the impeachment of at real Donald Trump. Oh, yeah, you don't think there's a deep state? You don't think there is this resistance? It's there. Been saying it for a long time. You know, the great irony about protecting a non-whistleblower hearsay whistleblower, because, and, and you hear this when they're discussing it on The View. I mean, you've got the New York Post today. You have CBS News fires a female staffer that they believed had worked at the time at Fake News ABC. They're the ones that taped Amy Robach, raging against ABC News. So in other words, what you've got here is the media targeting a whistleblower. What did the whistleblower expose? A major cover-up of, of, of a pedophile uh, uh, that was, well, convicted in, or admitting to and charged with, uh, accused uh, Epstein in a cover-up. We've got it all. We got it all on tape. We've confirmed it all. We even got Bill Clinton. 
Why did they cover that up? Now they're, tr- now they're going after the whistleblower, firing the whistleblower. They're such phonies and such, you know, outrageous hypocrites. It's unbelievable. Anyway, Danielle McLaughlin is with us. Jonathan Gillum is with us. Uh, there's nothing in the whistleblower statute at all. Nothing that says that the whistleblower gets anonymity. They get protection from retaliation and retribution of any kind, but they don't get anonymity. And I do know there's this document that I once read that says somebody has a right to face their accusers. Isn't that true, Danielle? That's right, Sean. Hey, good afternoon. Uh, You're right. In a criminal trial, you get a chance to uh, face your accuser. That's a constitutional right. But that's in a criminal trial. Uh, The early impeachment inquiry, just like a grand jury, is not the place where you get to uh, confront your accuser. In fact, if I was in front of a grand jury, my own defense lawyer could not be present. So different procedures for different parts of the criminal process. You know what, though? The whistleblower apparently colluded with Adam Schiff's staff. So now the whistleblower needs to be put under oath, uh, Jonathan, and Adam Schiff needs to be put under oath, and Joe Biden bragging about you get a billion dollars if you fire the prosecutor, you don't get the billion if you don't fire the prosecutor, and Joe knew that the prosecutor was investigating his son, and no Democrat seems to care about that. The whole thing is is so unbelievably... Uh, well, fishy isn't even the right word for it. It's really criminal in the way that um, this whole thing is. It's just like everything else before with the Russian investigation. It's it is more of extortion and more of entrapment than it is anything else. I mean, it really is entrapment in the way that uh, that they basically were waiting for something that they could put out there that uh, the president had done wrong and hard for him to release the information because he's talking to another world leader. You know, the thing is, when we're talking about the legality of whistleblowers, I think you pretty much nailed it right there, that they're protected from retribution. But they're really not protected from people who know them and know that they're a troublemaker and then say, oh, I know who that guy is. That guy's a troublemaker. And and I, I'm pretty sure, uh, because I've been talking to a lot of people, that I know who this person is. And there's several people that orbit in the same group that are troublemakers and they know who they are and all of them are leftists that have worked in and around Schiff and the white house and that is very very troubling for me as a civilian and me as somebody who used to work for the government that these people would take jobs in the white house under a prior administration and then sit there during this administration for the sole purpose of jamming the president of the united states up when he's just trying to do his job. It's, I mean, it's, it is so. All right, let's see, let's do the intellectual honesty test for Danielle. Sorry, Danielle, we're putting you on the spot. Okay. <laughs> cross examine me. <laughs> when Joe Biden is bragging and saying, you got six hours, you got six hours, fire the prosecutor, you'll get a billion dollars. If you don't fire the prosecutor, you're not getting the billion. You're not going to get the billion. Now, we know he was warned by the New York Times and others that he knew that the prosecutor he's asking to be fired, the one he says is so corrupt, was paying his no experienced son. Son had no experience in Ukraine, oil, gas or energy. None. He said it himself on ABC. Looked like an idiot, but he said it. And so he is demanding using U.S. tax dollars in a quid pro quo. Fire him. You get a billion. You don't fire him. I'm not giving you the billion. Now, Danielle, is that a quid pro quo? Yes or no? 
Yes, but not in the same way that the, the president, the current president, wants. Slow down a uh, second. President You're Zelensky right, because Donald Trump isn't. Donald Trump was yes, asking about election interference in 2016, and Donald Trump knew about the quid pro quo. Do you know that? Uh, would you like me to read you the statutes that are applicable? Uh, to Joe Biden, you tell me uh, we have uh, 15 U.S.C. 78 is it is illegal for a U.S. person to coerce influence through bribery, a billion or extortion, a billion, a foreign nation into taking action. Fire the prosecutor that might financially benefit that person, his family. Hunter, does that fit? Does that law fit? No, it doesn't, because the prosecutor oh was God. not prosecuting Burisma, and that was the problem that Biden had. He was investigating had, Burisma. The Union had. They were the kid had no experience. Why do you think they were paying I, him? I agree. Millions of dollars. I'm not him. Why were they paying him the millions board. of dollars? Tell me. I don't. I I, I think it was improper. Okay. Well, here's another one. It was let's wrong. Go, let's go to it 18 USC 201. Whoever gives offers or promises anything of value to a public official to influence an official act is guilty of bribery. Does that apply to Joe Biden? You fire him, you get a billion. You don't fire him, you don't get the billion. He wanted the prosecutor to be fired because he was a dirty, corrupt prosecutor. No, he wanted him fired because the New York Times told him that that prosecutor was investigating his zero experience son being paid millions. That's why, Danielle. And please don't tell me you don't see that because I don't believe that. I can tell you that the prosecutor who was named as Shokin, as we all know, the IMF was holding up money to the Ukraine. The European Union. Tell me that he's not firing him because he's investigating his son, Jonathan Gillum. You you can't. Look, look, (laughs) it is plain as day when the when the individual Biden says what he says. In a video, I mean, you can't get any more of a confession than that. And it was the exact same thing that happens with all these people that have gone out and committed crimes. And then we go and bust them because they open their big mouths and brag about how bad they are, how tough they are. And that's Check mate Jonathan Gillum. Otherwise, you have to suspend all intelligence, uh, intellectual honesty, reason, common sense that you were born with. Now we know what happened. Even Lutsenko, a former prosecutor from Ukraine, said that Biden did nothing wrong. The prosecutor said that prosecutor said to The Washington Post, to ABC, to John Solomon, I got fired and was told I was fired because of Joe Biden. And then he walked it all back. And then he walked it all oh, back. He said, it he seems said, like it's a rather a pretty corrupt wrong. country. I don't know if I'd believe anybody walking anything back. Uh, maybe he's thinking something bad's going to happen. Maybe he was told something bad's going to happen. That's all, all I see out of Ukraine. Thank God I've never talked to anybody from Ukraine is corruption. Everywhere I look, corruption. All right, as we continue, Danielle McLaughlin and uh, Jonathan Gillum. I, Jonathan, I don't know. I feel terrible. Every time Danielle, she she literally... I, she just believes. Do you believe in the in the tooth fairy and the Easter no, Bunny? My, <laughs> no. my four year old does, but no, jo, no. Because when I Joe don't. Biden knew his son was being investigated and he quid pro quoed, you get the billion if you fire the prosecutor. You don't get it if you don't fire him, and you got six hours. For you not to connect those dots to me, it, it, I, I, I'm not, I'm having a hard time understanding. Jonathan, you help me out. I'm having a hard time understanding Danielle's thinking process. 
Well, it's a mystery to me as well. I love her to death, but I, and I will tell you this, Sean. Danielle's not the only one that thinks this way. I've had the same debate with multiple people that are on the left, and it, for some reason, there's a block there that doesn't allow uh, reality and <laughs> common sense to get in there. And, and I hear the same thing that Danielle said over and over again. The Ukrainian uh, uh, prime minister or the Ukrainian uh, AG or whoever it was, you said there a second uh, when we were on earlier, you said that he said and was walking back. Who cares? We have the law. The law says this. He gave Biden three separate law. interviews and he was fired within six hours. I think that's evidence enough that he he told the truth to ABC, The Washington Post and Solomon. Why was he fired then, Danielle, in six hours? I, I don't I don't know why he was fired. I can tell I you why, because they told him we need the billion. You're out. That's why. I just helped you out. You don't you could just say thank you for helping <laughs> help. Thank you for opening my mind. You're welcome. Well, I'm always appreciative, Sean, but I don't agree with you. How about that? So then why did they fire the guy in six hours? They fired Shokin. And we're talking about two different prosecutors. Okay, I want to be very okay, clear. Okay, why did why did they fire the prosecutor investigating uh, Hunter Biden? Because why? he wasn't. He wasn't investigating Burisma or really. Anything. Yes, he was. A part he was. Of old Russian back oh uh, administration. And he was not. So the New York Times lied to Joe Biden. Corruption. The New York Times lo- lied to sleepy, creepy, crazy Uncle Joe. Well, I'm not going to call him sleepy or creepy. I think he's done an enormous amount for this country. I don't know what the New yeah, York well, Times Yeah, well, don't take a picture with him. You might have a different view. Hey. Listen, it all comes down to this. It all comes down to this. It doesn't really matter what the Ukrainians did or didn't do or who got fired. The fact is Joe Biden set up there and admitted to doing what he did. That's all we need to worry about, is that Joe Biden broke the law. I don't care what the Ukrainians Bingo. Or, or Gold why the guy star. got fired. Joe Biden sat there and said it himself. Checkmate Jonathan Gillum. Danielle, we still love you, but man, you're making my job. You're raising my blood pressure. All right, when we come back, I know you've been very patient. We'll hit the phones next, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program? That's straight ahead. All right, 25 now till the top of the hour. I mean, it gets so frustrating here. You got the quid, you got the quo, you got the pro. You got the billion dollars. You've got the warnings. Uh, Yeah, he's investigating Hunter. Mr. Zero experience, not a little, zero, none whatsoever. He said on tape, well, why do you think they paid you millions of dollars? I don't don't know. Have any experience? No, I didn't have any experience. Uh, Do you think maybe it's because your last name is Biden and your father's the second highest elected official, the vice president of the United States in charge of Ukrainian possible uh, policy? Yeah, probably. That's probably it. And now we know because of John Solomon's work. Yeah, we had Freedom of Information Act requests. They, They were expecting something for that. They were going right to the Obama State Department asking for favors, hoping Raising Hunter Biden's name in the process. You know, we have Americans that, you know, are on the board. Hunter Biden, you know, is on our board. Oh, now it all fits. Where's the corrupt mob in the media? Where? What have I been saying lately? It's like invasion of the body snatchers. I've been saying the level of utter hypocrisy is breathtaking. They cared about Russian interference, but not the dirty dossier. There's all the I believers, but nobody says anything about I believing in the case against the lieutenant governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia. You know, a lot of I believers about obstruction of justice, but none of them cared about the subpoenaed emails deleted, 
the acid washing with bleach pit, the hammers with the devices and the removal of SIM cards. They didn't care if they can bludgeon Trump. They're going to bludgeon them. If they can't, they will just uh, never mind. It is it is breathtaking hypocrisy. Yeah, let's uh, the coup has started. You doubt there's a deep state now? Maybe Hannity's not this paranoid conspiracy theorist. Joe Biden was warned by the New York Times and others that Hunter's in, under investigation by the prosecutor Shokin. You got six hours, fire him, or you don't get the billion dollars. Fire him, I'll give you the billion dollars. You got six hours. Son of a bee, they fired him. What else do you need? How do you ignore that? How do you ignore that? That's how sick, ugly, twisted, corrupt the mob is and the Democratic Party is in this country. I keep telling you, what are we, 362 days from now, you get the final word. Are you going to reward this madness? Because they haven't done anything for you, we, the American people, except rage psychotically against all things Donald Trump. Donald Trump's been busy working while fighting them. He's able to walk and chew gum at the same time, keeping promise after promise after promise after promise after promise. I just wish he'd tweet a little less, Hannity. Well, what is he supposed to do when you're under so much fire? There's not many people uh, like me in the media. There's a few of us. We got Rush, thank God, the great one, thank God. You know, we got a, a, a few shows on Fox, thank God. Not everyone else is on their side. You got a network president, fake news, CNN, bragging about Oh, yeah, we're going to we're going to go after them every single second of every day. Wow. The New York Times say we devoted every single resource in our newsroom to one story and then it didn't work out the way we wanted. Now we're going to focus on race. Well, now they're focusing on Ukraine. That's how sick, ugly, corrupt they're twisted. It is it is hurting the country on a level that is for me. It's it's like. I can't even describe the damage that they're doing and they don't even care. Uh, New York, Fred, Sean Hannity show. What's up, Fred? How are you? Hey there. Uh, I want to touch on what you were talking about. Um, when, what I've noticed about this liberal psychosis that you keep talking about. Um, I've noticed that one, it's more real than ever. I also think it's worse than ever. I'll give you a quick little story and let you go. Um, I had a dinner party at my house the other day with four couples, kids, wives, food, wine, and everything, and <clears throat> the dad just sitting on the couch, and Donald Trump comes up, to which we all have different degrees of you know, political views. I'm more right. My liberal friend starts getting up and screaming about how you know, he's a thief, he's a liar, he's this and that, the, uh, the, the Ukrainian interference and all this stuff. And I said, look, I said, first off, you're at my house, you're drinking my wine and food, and you're yelling at me and call me an idiot because I listen to Sean Hannity. But I said, look, I said, you're no, you're no expert in Ukrainian uh, politics, nor am I, but where do you get your information from? He goes, New York Times, and they're right, and they're right, and they're right, yelling at me in my house. I said, you know what? Get in my house. I'm like, I don't want to listen to this anymore. So I noticed how what you're saying about the psychosis is real. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I, I, I know friendships that have been lost. I know families. I, I mean, I, you know, I'm going to have to give advice again this year as we head into Thanksgiving. You know, how to deal with your psychotic uh, rage, Trump, uh, crazy leftist uh, Pelosi supporting relatives. Good luck. Turkey legs are going to be flying all over the country. <laughs> That's what my prediction is. Um, we'll have to do that before Thanksgiving. I right, Look, it just there's only one answer because you can't reason with them. 
They're not going to listen to reason. They're not going to admit it's a quid pro quo with Joe. You get a billion, fire the prosecutor investigating my kid. You don't fire him, you don't get the billion. No, they're going to say Donald Trump, who, who was faithfully executing Ukrainian election interference to support Hillary. Thought they cared about it. And what Joe is on record doing, yeah, I if I was an AG, I'd be in, all over that sucker. Leveraging a billion taxpayer dollars to benefit his son's finances with no experience. Zero experience hunter. South Dakota, Laura, next Sean Hannity show. Hey, Laura, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Sean, I have just had it with the Senate Republicans. Um, I just heard that there's now saying that Trump did not commit quid pro quo. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He did commit quid pro quo, but it's no big deal. They're saying that a quid pro quo is not impeachable, and they're carrying this narrative. Now, this narrative does not help Trump. This narrative helps Biden. Why are they trying to help Biden by carrying that kind of narrative? Because they're corrupt. There's no there, there is no sanity. Again, you have to separate yourself from all intellectual reason if you're on the you know, part of the liberal mob. I mean, a lot of these people, I can tell you what their motivation is. They want to be on TV. Listen, I can tell you, I've seen it again and again and again. It's not healthy to be in uh, famous. I'm telling you, it's not. There's nothing good about it. And you get all this praise. I never got this much praise when I did a good job as a contractor or a good job as a, a bartender or, or cleaning people's dishes. It's something unhealthy about it. For some people, they'll, they'll, they'll be whoever they need to be to be on television. That was never me. I never wanted to be on television. I hated television in the beginning, if you want to know the truth. And I did radio because I wanted to do talk radio because I loved it. I loved it as a kid. My parents shut that radio off. But I, I, I watch people literally transform before my eyes because they like being famous. You have congressmen and women and senators and governors. They say all the right things. You know, look at Ben Sass the ass. I mean, that guy flipped pretty quick. And we had so much hope for that guy. They go to Washington. They like being called senator or congressman or governor. It's I don't know. I, I stay out of D.C. as much as possible. I stay out of New York City as much as possible. I, I, I don't need to be around these people. I don't want to be around. They don't like me and I don't like them. I love that the president, every Washington correspondence dinner night, he goes out and he does a rally with the American people. He wants to hang with the people that make this country great rather than the, that elitist group of corrupt, you know, the, the incestuous relationships that exist between staffs and the media. Oh, you have no idea. It's so, you know, they're dating each other. They're sleeping with each other. They're drinking with each other. They're partying with each other. They're eating with each other. Sorry. Very common over there. And I don't give a rip what they do in their own private life, but they're not doing the work of the people. Donald Trump is single-handedly He's done the heavy lift. He's kept his word and they hate him for it. He cured cancer. I'm telling you, they would impeach him for curing cancer. Dan, Michigan. We need Michigan so bad. How are you, Dan? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, well, you're going to get Michigan, too. We're, we're going to get Michigan. Um, <clears throat> hey, by the way, Sean, I, I've been upset. I, I've been frustrated like you. And, my, you know, my dad said over the years, whenever I get frustrated like that and say, how could and how could. And he and he'll say, he simply said, it's good versus evil. And if someone's evil. They can sit there, look at you in the eyes and lie. And that is at the base of our fighting. But moving forward. Well, I'm going to tell you, I, I don't I'm going to I have a different take. Let me tell okay. you my take. My take is I think that it, we get these revealing moments. and I've, I've talked a lot about this, you know, oh, smelly Walmart Trump supporters. Oh, I can smell them from here. 
irredeemable, deplorable. Oh, they, they're angry and cling to their God. Okay, I'm guilty. Uh, they believe in the Second Amendment, their Bibles, their religion. Well, yeah, if you're like me, you know, people don't know, I guess, about Christianity. Christians want to be forgiven for screwing up. They're not, they're not perfect. Everyone expects them to be perfect. They're not. And I think they think that they're smarter than us. They're superior to us. There's a condescension that exists that is disgustingly corrupt and wrong. And we, the people, are looked down upon. And they think that they're the super patriots saving the country from Trump. I think they've convinced themselves that they're doing the will of God, some of them. That's how corrupt they are, how distorted they are in their own brains. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. Um, no, hey, listen. I, I, uh, <laughs> yes, sir. But, hey, I just want to go to Attorney General Barr real quick. Like, everything you have said about Biden and the evidence in him and his uh, Hunter and, and Joe, if he, they were Republicans, like you've outlined, the attorney general of the United States would have opened a criminal investigation if Joe Biden and his son were Republicans. And I guess I would ask you, somehow, if not you, if we could put pressure, Barr had, being honorable is not enough. Barr has to show he has the guts to open a criminal investigation against prominent Democrats. That's what we need out of Barr. If a Democrat broke the law and they're prominent like Joe Biden, he's got to do it. I think, look, I, 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 don't, I wouldn't want the president to ask for that. It's so obvious we need to investigate it, just like we need to investigate. I'm glad Grassley and, and Ron Johnson are bringing back up Hillary's, you know, email scandal, because you know what? A lot of corruption happened there. She, she did violate the Espionage Act. Uh, she did obstruct. Uh, hopefully with the Horowitz report, we're going to be getting to the bottom of the premeditated fraud on the FISA court to spy on a candidate, a transition team and a president. The outsourcing of intelligence gathering its just taking forever. It's driving me nuts. You know, but here's Donald Trump is you got you got the transcript. Read it. He's going at the heart of what everybody cared about. Election interference. Ukraine's big role. In 2016, election interference to help Hillary Clinton, a DNC operative colluding with the Ukraine in the Ukrainian embassy in D.C. to dig up dirt on Trump and his associates. I thought they were outraged at that type of behavior, but they're not. They're just phony liars. And and then, yeah, um, yeah, leveraging a billion dollars of taxpayer money. You got six hours. You fire the guy that's investigating my son. You get. You get you get the billion. You don't fire him. You don't get the billion. That is quid pro quo for Joe. Yeah, I've I've cited the statutes. Greg Garrett identified him. I agree with his analysis. They're very plainly written. There's nothing there's nothing complicated in them. You don't need a law degree to figure it out. Uh, Back to our phones. All right. Tina San Antonio. Next. Sean Hannity show. Tina, how are you? Hi, Sean. Um, two questions. Well, one question and a comment. Um, your caller from yesterday that became unhinged when you asked him why he hated rich people, I think that he's jealous. And I think that he doesn't realize that putting a Democrat slash socialist in power will even take his opportunities away of being wealthy um, because they want to control everybody. They want um, everybody and, else's stuff. And I got to tell you, they want, they're willing to empower the government to take it from people. I would argue at this point, steal it and then give it to them rather than, you know, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. And you go work your ass off like everybody I know that has money. Yeah, they, they, I think that that let me tell you one thing about money. Because this is important, Tina. They, you're right. They, this hatred for people that have money is real. 
I'm going to tell you what money is. Money, I always say when I give my staff Christmas bonuses, money is freedom. Save it. That's my advice. Save it. Save as much as you can. People don't save enough. The other thing I can tell you is I don't care how much money you have in life. You're going to have problems. Everybody does. Life is not easy. Road less travel. Life is difficult. And the last thing I'll say is, you know, we all think we own stuff. I own my house. I own my car. I'm not into watches. I have friends that are so into I own my watch. I own my jewelry. I own jewelry. I own this. I own that. You know what? The reality is you don't own anything. You don't own crap. Because the day you die, unless you get buried in your car, somebody else drives it. Somebody lives in your house you thought you owned. Somebody's wearing your crap. Unless you bury yourself in your crap. We don't own anything. We're all renters. Last word. Go ahead. Um, my question is, who authorized the change in the whistleblower requirement from firsthand to secondhand um, to be legit? When did that happen? And why is that not being questioned? Who changed that? We still I have not gotten a satisfactory answer to that. And we're still digging into it. You, you're right, because this isn't a whistleblower. This is a hearsay whistleblower, a non whistleblower whistleblower. Actually, I think the more applicable term is leaker. All right. I got a break. Thank you, Tina. Quick break right back. We'll continue. Um, all right. Loaded up tonight. The great one, Mark Levin. We've got all the breaking news. Uh, Solomon Fitton, uh, Jason Chaffetz, David Limbaugh and much, much more. Greg Jarrett. Uh, all coming up tonight, 9 Eastern Hannity on the Fox News Channel. Say so you DVR. We'll see you tonight at 9. We'll be back here tomorrow.